Souza, the 100K challenge chick. And I'm here to challenge you to your first $100,000 in business income. So that's my goal. I'm a business coach. I am the founder of the 100K Society, where people come just like you to execute on their business goals. So here's how we spent our day yesterday in session. And I was talking about how to deal with the distractions of the holiday, making sure that we're focused, making sure that we're, you know, prioritizing the things that we want to do with our families and friends over the holiday, and ultimately being prepared to handle the fires that we have to put out possibly to keep ourselves on track for business. So that's what we're going to talk about today is three tips to um, stay focused during the holiday um, because we're at the beginning. So I'm excited for it. Welcome, you guys. Thanks for joining me. Tell me where you are um, listening from. If you're on a replay, still drop your city in the comments. Also, are you a big like Thanksgiving or Christmas person? Meaning like you have been looking forward to this time of year. You can't wait. You are about to start cooking on Tuesday for Thursday. Like are you a big into the holiday person, right? And for a lot of us, that is a really hard thing to juggle when you are a business owner, because this is also when we get a lot of pressure for it's fourth quarter, let's go all in. And I'm not even going to um, sugarcoat it. Fourth quarter can be your most profitable quarter, hands down, for almost anyone, no matter what you're selling, right? Because this is when people open their wallets, they start thinking about their next year. So whether you sell products or services, they start considering, how can I make my life more convenient or easier for next year? What are some gifts that I need for this year, for this holiday season? How, you know, I've been looking at this thing. So now that it's at a special price or I get an extra bonus for buying it, I'm definitely all in on buying right now. So consumers are just ready. Consumers are ready to buy. They're ready to shop. They're ready to um consider all the things that they want to consume, right? So first, the biggest challenge that I'm going to give to you is if you are a business owner, make sure that you're bringing in more than you're sending out, right? So if you have a gift budget of $1,000, then make sure what your income that your income is going to be more than that $1,000 that you're going to bring in, let's say 5,000. So you've spent one fifth of what you we're making. So that's the first thing. And that wasn't even one of my tips. That was a freebie. Just make sure you're a Black Friday CEO and not just a Black Friday consumer. Okay. So let's make sure the focus stays there. So I have three tips for you guys. They're very simple. Although I do believe that if you put them into practice, you'll kind of feel the tension of it. Um, but I want you to take what I'm saying to heart and I want you to try to follow it as much as possible. And please note that it took me years to get to this point where I can share this and say, yes, this is confidently what I'm going to do. But I definitely took a lot of time to say, well, maybe this or maybe that. And that's why I can more solidly give you these three tips today and hope that you're going to take 
at least hear it because nobody told me this up front. So I want you to hear this and I want you to try to apply it to the best of your ability this year and definitely perfect it next year. So number one, what is your business goal, right? What are your holiday goals for your business? So here's why I'm asking. Your goals for your business all year long could be very different from your holiday goal. I have um, clients who have products. So let's talk about products first. If you have a product, then most likely your holiday goal is a financial goal. I want to sell $10,000 worth of merchandise, or I want to move 300 units of something. And so you are prepared. You stock up your inventory. You make sure that everything is in place so that you can hit that goal plus some, because that's what I teach the 100K Society. If your goal was 10000 like if you really knew you wanted to make $10,000, then aim and prepare to make fifteen or twenty, because that way it'll push you to do everything that you need to do so that you will blow through your goal. If you only set it at about 10,000, you'll start to feel excited and proud of yourself at about seven or 8,000, and you may not push to get that last little bit done. But if you knew you were stopped and could sell 15, then you'd keep pushing right through that $10,000 goal, and then for sure you know you hit it. So that's kind of the rule of thumb. What is the holiday goal? And be prepared to do more than what you set your goal to do. So that's my product, people. If you're in services, you may just have specific services that you offer during this time. You may want to enroll several new clients, or this may just be a brand exposure time for you to build up your email list. But whatever it is, product or service-based business, I want you guys to write down what is your one major focus for the holiday. The reason I'm telling you that is because everybody's going to do a lot of different things over the holiday. And if you're not focused on the thing that you're trying to get done, you'll just get sidetracked and distracted and end up not really staying focused to your goals. So let's go back to the person who was selling a product. If they know I'm here to move 300 units of my product and we're selling and a dilemma happens, right? Somebody says, oh, I didn't get your email. Then you say, was that email important for me to sell? If the answer is yes, you fix it. If they just missed your monthly newsletter and the newsletter didn't have a coupon code or something else, skip. This is not the weekend or the week for you to deep dive into every concern or everything that is not perfect in your business. Your goal is to move units, right? So stay focused on that. If there is a problem that comes up, then you need to fix it if it's going to continue allowing you to move forward to your goal. If it's not, then you have to wait right? Because what you'll do, like what happened to me, I am a bake. Well, my first baker, my first business, what am I saying? was a bakery. So if my goal was to sell these berries, these cupcakes, and these cakes, then people call me and they want to schedule consultations for their wedding, consultations for a baby shower. And I'm sitting there with um, cakes and cupcakes to sell then that person can get an appointment 
one week or two weeks later. I'm not taking that appointment in the middle of my sale. And some of you will say, oh, you're leaving money on the table. No, I'm staying focused and I can get to that person the following week. So what what happens to a lot of people who are new in business, you look at everything as like a sale, but you don't realize if I take that consultation, I have to block my time at least 30 minutes before that meeting to prepare, meet with that person. Most of my consultations, especially when I was newer in business, if I said it for 30 minutes, we talked for an hour and 30 minutes, right? And then I had to do the follow-up with sending them um, proposals, following up with them and putting them in my cycle to make sure that I answered all their questions, they knew exactly what I was going to do, and that I got paid, you know, their deposit or if they paid in full. So that it's not just I took a meeting because the person was ready to meet with me today. There's a lot of stuff that starts when I do that. So I can just say, oh, thank you so much for calling. Let's put something on the book for next week after um, this Thanksgiving rush because they know they called a bakery right? So stop doing that to yourself. You're not losing anything. You need to teach your customers and your clients to respect your time and to fit into the timeframes that you set, because otherwise you will be so distracted because people will see you. They'll start thinking of other things, put them in, in the place where they belong. If right now you're saying, I'm focused on selling cupcakes only then sell cupcakes don't take a cake order because for me cake orders were okay do i have all the stuff it has to bake it has to cool it has to be decorated this different um boxes and bags and a delivery system for that and so if i had a driver going out and i had planned for you to be able to take all these cupcakes based on your space and now i have to take out so many dozen to put one cake in i've also messed up my algorithm of what i can send so you're not just taking an order you're not just um doing what's in front of you, you're really disrupting your whole system. So don't go outside of what you set for your goals. If you set a goal, if you said, this is what I'm focused on, then focus on that for that time frame, and then go back to the other parts of the business. So what is the holiday business goal? That's the first thing. And I want you to be honest with yourself. When the holiday is over and you look back, what is it that you want to see? And then make sure you're doing the activities right now so that you can see that result. Okay, so that's number one. Tip number one, have your holiday goals and make sure you're focused on that. Number two, what are the family activities for you that are a must? Holidays are big about family, right? So don't neglect the fact that you want to buy Christmas gifts for your kids or you want to be at your aunt's house for Thanksgiving. Just prioritize and plan to get those things done. If you decide, look, the gifts are going to come online this year and I'm going to ask my friend if I can send them over there so they're not coming to my house because my kids open every box that comes through the door, then send it somewhere else. But plan and think through what you're going to do. What often happens is instead of planning for the family events, we think, you know, this year, I'm just going to be focused on the business. I'm going to get this stuff done. No distractions. I'm just just going all in. And we feel really good about that. We say it. And then when Thanksgiving comes, 
and you were sitting here trying to run a Black Friday special and a deal and all that, and you just knew you were going to stay home, then you're like, oh man, I miss the family or the photos are starting to come through on your phone. And then you just leave. Well, now you've abandoned the project because you didn't put in the time for you to not be with the project. So what I'm telling you is just plan to do the things you know you want to do. Plan to be at the aunt's house for dinner. And maybe you can just put a time frame. Like I'm definitely leaving by 10 p.m., um, cause my family normally stays together until two o'clock in the morning. Right. So I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go home I'm going to get some sleep or I'm not going to drink or I'm not going to this put, maybe you could put some limits on what you do, but deciding that you're not going to do it at all is really just going to force you to throw some things to the side that you're working on because you're going to want to be with your family. You're going to want to go out and shop. You're going to have to find the time to find those things online for your kids or whatever it is that you wanted to do. So I'm just asking you now, tip number two, write those things down, plan to be there, plan to be involved, plan to be present, right? The last thing you want to do is go to the um, Thanksgiving dinner and only talk about your business and how everything is going there because you're not being present with your family. So decide if I'm putting this on my calendar, show up, have fun, enjoy yourself, and then go back to your work. So first we had making our um, goal for the year, I mean, for the holiday. Second is planning to be present for those, for those family events or whatever it is, anything that's outside of business, planning to do that, right? I like going to the amusement park. I went already. It was fun. I would love to go again, but I don't have to. And they do all the little campfires and stuff like that. So that wasn't a family activity. I actually went by myself, but I love doing that. And at the end of the year, I would have said, oh man, I missed it. I missed holiday in the park. Like I like going to see all the lights and stuff. So I made time and did that. So those are the things I want you to consider. What are those things you don't want to miss out on and plan to get it done? Last tip, we're at the end. Um, and this is a hard one, especially when you are newer in business. But the point here, number three, don't overcrowd your schedule. I did this all the time. Literally, we wrote a schedule for this bakery. Now, let me tell you, some of my holidays there were insane. I'm not even I'm not even kidding. I'm not using this to brag. I'm saying that we would take, like we would cut off at like 300 orders or something ridiculous and have all these drivers just in rotation. And the way we wrote this schedule of like, here's what can be produced per hour. And this is the drivers coming, this, that, and the third. We wrote it so tight that if anything happened, if anything didn't go smoothly, we probably just screwed the whole day and we just kept doing it. Um, and then what we would think in our head was we needed more drivers. We needed more of this. No, there was always going to be a challenge, but we would overfill and overpack our schedule so much that it made it almost impossible to get things done. And so it was constant chaos. It was constant, just like a whole bunch of things going on. Luckily, I had backup. I had a lot of help. I had great team. So we would be able to work through it. But I had to learn over time to take less orders and hire more staff and overstock my in 
inventory and all these other things so that I could get that job done. So don't overcrowd your schedule. Don't put yourself in a position where every single minute of your time is accounted for. Um, every single dollar is accounted for because you have to be prepared for things to not go as planned and you must have time and energy and resources to adjust. So in a way, um, this is a term that we used to use in ministry called margin, right? Think of a sheet of paper and why don't I have paper? A sheet of paper, right? That sheet of paper has a margin here and you're not supposed to write on this side. And it also has a margin on the other side, which is so faint. Um, it's right there. Can see it? And you're not supposed to write over here. So what that does, it says, I work in this zone here. This is off limits and this is off limits. But you know what happens when we write? is if we run out of space, we might write one letter or a comma or something in the margin. And if we absolutely had to, we'll just go ahead and finish that sentence in the margin. So there might be a word or two in the margin. The reality is if we never respected the margins in the first place, there's no extra room in your life right? Your pages are all filled up. And so when the fires happen, when the, when the accidents happen, when um, it could be something really great, right? So for example, when I would take all those orders, I didn't have room for the same day orders. Well, what if I had limited things before and I could take walk-ins or I could take something else or I could Whatever. I just wasn't open to the possibility because I had filled myself so much that if anything new came, I wasn't even able to entertain it. So that's what I want you guys to consider. Those are the three things. What is the goal and stay focused on that? There will be distractions even in your business. And I want you to schedule it for later. Don't put those things on your plate right now when you're working toward Black Friday and holiday sales and deals. Just only focus on the things that are going to help you get that done. And everything else has to wait. It has to wait. Number two, plan to be with your family. Do the activities that you want to do. Don't let all this time be spent just working because you're going to burn yourself out. You're going to regret not being at the Thanksgiving dinner. You're going to regret not spending the time ordering stuff for your kids. And then you're shopping for Christmas gifts at the grocery store, right? And number three, don't overpack your schedule. Leave room. One, for you to breathe, for you to sleep, but also for you to deal with the unknown that's going to happen. It happened to me every single year. It was always stuff that happened. And if I had filled myself and expected everything to go smooth, I could not be able, I wouldn't have the capacity to adjust. So leave yourself the margins on the page, which equal the margins in your life so that you can handle the things that are coming up. So 
those are my three tips for you guys. I pray that you have an awesome holiday, that this is a year that you will look back and smile and feel proud of yourself as a business owner and be really excited about your family time. Because for most of us who are in business, we're in business so that we own our time, that we own our schedules, and we're able to enjoy our life. Yet when it comes up, we're so entrapped by our businesses that we don't make the time to enjoy the things that we have been working so hard to enjoy. So I hope you're able to take these three tips, enjoy your holiday, build the business of your dreams. And guess what? If you don't hit everything perfectly, learn, evaluate what happened and do a better job the next time. Don't beat yourself up about it. Do your best job at all costs and live your life. So I'm Tanika D'Souza, the 100K challenge chick. I want you guys to make that $100,000, but also be present for your family. You guys have a great holiday. Bye.